Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi, I'm Alex Anders, and this is Bisexual Real Talk. And today I'm going to be talking about Harry Styles and how he is queerbaiting you. But before I get to that, I will mention that uh, today's video is sponsored by my latest MMF Bisexual Romance audiobook. Um, and if you stick around to the end of the video, you'll be able to listen to the sample of it. Also, I'll be telling you how, if you've never heard of Bisexual Romance audiobook before, how you can get this book for free. It's an hour long and it's super sexy and it'll give you a full idea of, of what these are like to tell to see whether or not you like them or not. But more about that at the end of the video. Until then, Let's talk about Harry Styles. So, for those of you who don't know who Harry Styles is, Harry Styles is like the breakout member of a very famous boy band called One Direction. He's about 25 years old. And he would be the equivalent, if you know these people better, he would be like the Mick Jagger of the late millennial, early Gen Z population. So he's like the Mick Jagger or the David Cassidy or the Sting or the Justin Timberlake. Like he is that dude. He's that he's that sort of, you know, musician, fashion icon sort of dude. And Harry Styles since like for years now, ever since he was a member of uh, One Direction, has been shipped by his fans, meaning that uh, they believe that he and another member of the band would make a great couple. And Harry Styles has always played this up. Whether it's been holding hands on stage or like kind of just playfully flirting with him during interviews. They, they played into this. They leaned into this whole idea about those two being a couple, whether it was real or whether it was because they knew the fans liked it and they would do it because of that. I don't know. But I will also say that Harry Styles has been a supporter of Begay rights. Um, he's like draped himself in a rainbow flag on stage. And last year I talked about him in another video, one of my think, hashtag think bisexual first videos, uh, because in the middle of the tour, he released a new song called Medicine. And the lyrics of the song were things like, um, the boys and the girls are here. I fool around with them and I'm okay with that. And he released it in such a way that those lyrics would really stand out in the song, which, you know, seems to be screaming to what all of his fans want to be true, which is that he's bisexual. So that's who Harry Styles is. The question is, why am I talking about him today? I'm talking about him because he's about to release a new album called Fine Lines in two weeks on December 13th. And um, he's done a couple of things that makes us need to have to talk about him on this channel. First, so he first released uh, the single, which was a couple of weeks ago. The single is Lights Up. And, you know, the, ser the, the words of Lights Up are things like, you know, step into the light, uh, I'm not, I'm 
just things that kind of just talk about how you should get out there and step into the light. And when you listen to the song on its own, it's like, okay, well, this is just another song about, you know, taking control sort of thing um, and not being shy about who you are and claiming it and stuff like that, and which is, you know, a pretty basic uh, theme for a lot of pop songs, especially one aimed to younger people. So yeah, that's nothing, right? And I would not be talking about it if it was just because of that Lights Up song. However, right after he released a song, he also released a video. And the video, wow, the video. So the video includes Harry Styles, shirtless, kind of in a kind of rhythmic sort of orgy looking thing where he, you know, they're all standing, but he's surrounded by other shirtless and, you know, just bra wearing bodies and they're all rubbing up against him and they're all touching him and, and they're putting their face on his body and stuff like that. But it's not just women who are doing it. It also includes men who are caressing his, his chest, who are pressing their cheek up against him. And at one point he rests his head on, some, or on a shirtless guy's shoulder. I mean, it's pretty in your face the whole bisexual aspect of this video. So then if you look at the video, if you listen, if you look at the lyrics with context of the video, you know, step into the light, uh, that kind of now sounds like step out of the closet, which is dark, and into the light. When you put in the context of all the things that he's done and all the things that he said, this starts to sound like like a coming out video, like a like a coming out song, like an anthem for coming out and the reason for coming out and all that stuff. Which is ironic, considering the fact that, you know, if he is bisexual, he hasn't come out. And if that were just the case, if he were just releasing this song and this video, I still know might, might not be talking about it, but I am talking about it. And I'm talking about in relation to queer baiting and why is that? Okay. So I'm going to start out by first talking about Halsey. Halsey, for those who don't know, is another singer of this generation, um, same as Harry Styles. But Halsey is openly bisexual. She's been openly bisexual for a while. Halsey is releasing an album also. Hers is coming out in January of 2020. And this is her album cover. For those of you listening to the podcast, it's a picture of Halsey, like just her face, and it's kind of plastered with pinks and purples and blues, which makes sense because she is, you know, to some, a bisexual icon. And her album cover uses those bisexual colors to kind of hint to all those people who are bisexual and know what the bisexual flag is, you know, to support her. So that's what her album cover looks like. Now let's talk about Harry Styles' album cover. Harry Styles is releasing Fine Lines on December 13th. And this is his album cover. Now for those of you listening to this, I'll describe it for you. Harry Styles is wearing white pants and a pinkish purple shirt. And he's standing in front of a background which is light blue, pink, well, light blue and pink. So what we have here for Harry Styles' album cover is pink, purple, and blue. And what is that? 
those are the colors of the bisexual flag. Yeah, let's talk about this. Let me share with you first the definition of queer baiting. And I pulled this from Wikipedia and I think it's a great definition. I think it's well said. So Wikipedia says that queer baiting is a marketing technique for fiction and entertainment in which creators hint at, but then not actually depict same-sex attraction or romance. They do so to bait a queer audience with the suggestion of relationships that appeal to them while at the same time attempting to avoid alienating other consumers. That is what queer baiting is. It's a marketing technique where creators hint to, but don't actually depict same-sex relationships. So the question is, is Harry Styles queer baiting you? Well, Harry Styles is definitely using bisexual imagery. He is definitely like the idea of him like being writhed, uh, like being pushed up by naked bodies, both male and female. That's certainly imagery that is very bisexual. But I think more so than that, because I, I like to give artists kind of leeway because they could be depicting their own experiences. They could, I allow them to depict whatever they want to depict in terms of self-expression. That's all that. The question is, is his marketing technique one that is queer baiting? And out of all things I've mentioned, the only thing that's really marketing is his album cover. So is his album cover a technique where they are hinting towards uh, same-sex attraction, but not actually depicting? I talked about Halsey's uh, album cover. How Halsey's album cover uses the bisexual colors. Is she queer baiting? Can a bisexual be queer baiting? Like she is openly bisexual. She's using that on her album cover. Would I consider her being queer baiting? No, because she is a bisexual who is open about bisexuality. So there is no hinting there. She's just living her truth. Like she's expressing something that she lives. So there's no hinting. She's bisexual and she shares her bisexual experiences, whether or not like it's not, she's not hiding any relationship she's in. Anything that is bisexual about her is upfront in there. So there's no hinting. There's just expression. Is Harry Styles openly bisexual? He is not. So is he depicting some sort of same-sex relationship or same-sex attraction in his real world? Does he have the right to use bisexual imagery in terms of marketing, to get your money, to get your dollars? Does he have some sort of inherent right to it? Is he bisexual? Well, he hasn't said that he is. So does he have the right to use bisexual imagery in order to get you to give him money? Well, technically, no. And I want to first preface this by asking the question, is Harry Styles bisexual? I personally believe he is. Like there's a school of thought that says that, you know, a person should not say someone else is bisexual unless they have said it first. And I used to adhere to that for a while because it made sense. But then I thought, why do people say that? Is it because 
that or is it steeped in the idea that there's something wrong with bisexuality? Like, is it wrong to, to say that someone is heterosexual, although you have no proof of it, although they have not said they're heterosexual? Like, is that insulting to them? Is that wrong? Is that anything like that? No, it's not. Like, it's kind of standard. Like, a person, you just go into a room, assume that they're straight, and just move on with life. So if you were to do the same thing with someone who's bisexual, why is that somehow not good or wrong? Are you stealing their limelight or something? Like, why is that the case? So I believe that the reason why people kind of say that it's because you don't want to accuse somebody of being bisexual when they're not. And accusing them of being bisexual is like assuming that there's something wrong with being bisexual. Like there's something lesser about bisexual. So you don't say someone is bisexual unless they have said it first. You don't, in other words, you don't accuse them of being bisexual unless they have said that they are. And I refuse to think that way anymore. I refuse to think there's anything lesser about bisexuality. So why not just, if you think someone's bisexual, say they're bisexual, especially when it's a public figure and you're not affecting their like everyday life. So do I think that Harry Styles is bisexual? I believe that everything he has done is a clear indication that the man is bisexual. Now, the man has a lot of things to deal with because, you know, a lot of his audience is female and he, I'm sure he's worried about if he were to come out, like what the reactions would be whether he'd like lose sales and stuff like that, will he then be put in a different category and then just not be, you know, be able to gather, reap all the benefits from being heterosexual? I think that's the case. I think that he is bisexual. So the question is, can a bisexual queer bait? Well, if a bisexual is willing to depict same-sex attraction or romance, then he isn't. If a bisexual is in the closet, and they are reaping the benefits of, of, uh, of being like being closeted within heterosexuality without alienating their you know, heterosexual audience, then they are. So you can be a bisexual and still be queer baiting if you are a closeted bisexual queer baiting, like doing, using bisexual imagery and stuff like that to get other people to give you money. Yeah, so is Harry Styles queer baiting? I don't think there's any question about it. I think whether or not he is bisexual, the fact that he is not open about his bisexuality means that he is queer baiting. No questions, no second thoughts. Harry Styles is queer baiting you. And that leads to another question, which is, um, is queer baiting bad, wrong, immoral? And hence, is Harry Styles bad, wrong, immoral? That's more complex. Uh, that is more like an opinion call. I personally have never had a real issue with queer baiting. And I think the reason why I've never had an issue with that is because I am bisexual and a mostly straight bisexual. So I can imagine how if a person were homosexual or if a person were, you know, homo uh, homo leaning bisexual how you crave representation that reflects who you are that makes sense right that makes complete sense and more than that i think there are a lot of people who are homosexual who think in terms of um one or the other heterosexual homosexual and they acknowledge that bisexual exists but it's that same thing where 
it's one thing to acknowledge that it exists, another thing to kind of completely integrate it into your thinking. So if a person, so if a person like a character on a TV show or a movie is kind of hinting that they might have an attraction to some other person, but it never gets kind of shown, a person who is homosexual might be thinking, okay, so if they that character isn't expressing their homosexuality, then clearly they're heterosexual. Whereas a person who, like myself, who is bisexual and more heterosexual leaning, then I would look at that and think, well, that character is just expressing more closer to what my reality is, at least when I was closeted, which is I have an attraction towards, and there might be energy between these two characters or energy between myself and someone else, but I'll never act on it because of my hesitation. So whereas I look at things, whereas other people might look at queer baiting situations and go, that's wrong. I look at the queer baiting situation going, yeah, but is that just accurately reflecting my personal experiences as a bisexual? So I've never really had a problem with queer baiting so much, partially because I don't put a lot of stock in homosexual, you know, representation. That doesn't mean much to me. Only thing I care about is bisexual representation, and that will have expressions of attractions towards multiple genders, and it doesn't have to be a full-on, you know, relationship between the same sex things. So if you ask me, is queer baiting wrong or moral or bad in some way? My answer is no. And I completely understand how other people could have a different view on that. But for me, queer baiting is kind of a representation of bisexuality. Now, is the type of queer baiting that Harry Styles doing where he is making his album the color of the bisexual flag and then using it to, to get people to give them money? Is that wrong? Is that bad? That's a little more questionable. I have, I kind of give him a pass, just me, because I think that he's bisexual. I'm super confident my Baidar is way off on him or way signaling on him. He is bisexual. There's no question in my mind that he is bisexual and he is navigating the world of bisexuality for a pop star in this era and he is doing more than other bisexuals who are famous are doing. So I give him a pass simply because of that. But if you have a problem with people who queer bait, then you have to have a problem with what Harry Styles is doing. Simple as that. He is doing it probably worse than any TV show or movie is because he is not representing himself as bisexual, yet he made his album cover, The Bisexual Colors, and is constantly playing up his potential bisexuality without actually depicting any sort of true bisexuality, any sort of true queerness. He is not expressing himself as being queer. He's not expressing himself as being bisexual. He's not doing any of that. So he is just reaping the rewards of it because keep in mind, he's not a member of Generation X or Generation Y or Millennials. He is a, well, I guess he is technically, eh, he's on that cusp. Um, but his audience is, vast majority of them are Generation Z. And there's a certain reward that comes with uh, dealing with, you know, dancing with your sexuality and dancing with your gender expression to Generation Z. 
So yeah, if you have a problem with queer baiting, then you have to have a problem with what Harry Styles is doing. Do I? Not so much because I don't identify as queer. Queer is not my thing. I don't have some, like a strong attachment to the word or the concept or the community or anything like that. So I don't have a problem with it. Question is, do you? Do you think that Harry Styles is queer baiting? And do you think that it's wrong what he's doing? Please, let's talk about it in the comment section below. And um, next week, I'm going to be doing a video where I talk about more about this idea of why queer baiting is not really a problem in my mind because it represents different types of people. I'm going to talk about one of those types of people that queer baiting represents next week. So you can check in for that next week. And if you'd like to support this channel, if you like what I'm doing here, you can support me by supporting me on Patreon. And I recently added audiobooks as one of the thank you gifts that you can, uh, that you, can you know, support me through. Uh, $15 a month will get you free audiobooks every month. And that is actually cheaper than the cost to buy audiobooks uh, new. So if you support me on Patreon, you can get that there. Or you can support me by, if you're watching this on YouTube, there's a merch shelf um, below the video. If you want to get your bisexual visibility merchandise, you can get it through me. Or you can get it through a link in the description. And also, you can uh, support me by getting my MMF Bisexual Romance audiobooks. One of which is Island Candy Prequel, which I will be playing a sample for at the end of the video. Um, but... If you would like to get the full uh, Island Candy prequel audiobook for free, you can do that by following one of the links in the description where you can sign up for my newsletter. And when signing up, you will get access to the full book, which is an hour and three minutes long. So it's like a full story and it has some steamy, steamy stuff in it. It's, it's a great representation of what by MMF Bisexual Romance is, a great representation of uh, my storytelling style and you can check it out for free just to find out you know whether or not you like it and while I'm doing it you'll be put onto my mailing list you'll find out all the things that's going on right now in terms of when I have new releases and just the things going on in my life because I release newsletters like every week or two or so or whenever I have like a cool project going on so please that stuff is in the description and now here is a sample of my latest MMF Bisexual Romance audiobook, Island Candy Prequel. Until the next time we talk, stay cooler, my bisexual friends. Stay cooler. Bye. And now, a sample of Island Candy Prequel, an MMF Bisexual Romance by me, Alex Anders. The vegetation was distinct from anything he had seen in the United States. There were skinny pine trees and an abundance of flowers. Devlin wasn't sure if he had ever seen so many flowers. Everything about the place relaxed him. He was beginning to feel ready for the most important business meeting of his life. And entering the gated neighborhood where Nygaard Key was located, he knew he was almost there. That's where Sean Connery lives, the driver said, pointing to a modest two-story house. That's not very impressive, Devlin said teasingly. That's because you don't know the price tag. That little house there cost millions and millions of dollars. Devlin looked at it again. The house would be the type he dreamed of having. Devlin didn't come from money. He had worked his way up. The fact that he was on the verge of closing a billion-dollar deal was a testament to his tenacity. 
Although he had turned himself into a millionaire a few years ago, Devlin burned to take that final step to become one of the most successful people on the planet. Devlin looked ahead of the gate at the end of the street. Above it was a sprawling sign telling them that they had arrived. Allowed in with a nod from the guard, they were immediately surrounded by a grove of coconut trees. Further down the street were what looked like resort bungalows, shaped like Tahitian huts. All the buildings were reminiscent of Mayan architecture. The estate was apparently designed by its eccentric billionaire owner. Devlin had been told that Nygaard was a friend of Sergio's, and considering some of Sergio's rumored eccentricities, Sergio and Nygaard seemed the perfect combination. Parked, a man dressed in a uniform escorted Devlin to a bungalow. Depositing his luggage, the man next led him to what looked like an outdoor living room. As Devlin approached, he readied himself to give the business pitch of his life. He had prepared an elaborate oral presentation, and all of it was designed to begin at the first moment he saw Sergio. Seeing someone on the high-backed couch in front of him, Devlin took a deep, nervous inhale. He felt himself shaking. This was it. His future depended on this moment. Gathering all of his courage, he rounded the couch and stared at the person seated before him. He couldn't breathe. It wasn't Sergio seated before him, though. It was a woman with sultry green eyes and a curvy, voluptuous body. She was breathtakingly beautiful. I assume that you are my husband's guest? The woman said sensually. Is Sergio your husband? What? Your exhaustive research didn't reveal who Sergio was married to? The woman asked with a smile. It didn't, and now I see that it was to my detriment. Devlin said, unable to stop himself from flirting with Sergio's wife. The woman smiled and stood. Perhaps it was, she said, taking Devlin's hand and flirting back. Sergio is getting dressed, but he should be heading out in a moment. Until then, why don't you entertain me by telling me something about yourself? The woman led Devlin to the rounded couches that faced each other. Instructing him to sit on one end, she let go of his hand and sat an arm's length away. Devlin didn't know what to make of her, but he couldn't deny that he found her incredibly seductive. You want me to entertain you? Devlin asked, amused. Isn't that why you're here? To put on some type of dog and pony show for me and my husband? She said with disguised venom. Am I? That's news to me. I thought I was here to make your husband a very rich man. My husband is already a rich man. No, I mean a very rich man, Devlin said with a confident smile. The woman looked at him intrigued. By any definition, Devlin was a good-looking man. His broad, strong shoulders and chiseled cheekbones made that fact inescapable. And how do you plan to do that? I don't think that's something I can tell you without at least getting your name. I'm Ava. Nice to meet you, Ava. I'm Devlin. Yes. Now tell me, how are you going to make my husband richer? Devlin sized up the woman in front of him. Tell me, do you have kids? The woman stood up, untied her beach coverall, and allowed it to drop onto the couch beside her. Beneath it, she wore a bikini that clung to her for dear life. Does it look like I have kids? Ava asked seductively. 
Devlin, knowing she had given him permission, allowed his eyes to wander across her body. You've been listening to Island Candy Prequel. You can get the full audiobook at Audible, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Kobo, Nook Audiobooks, and most places where audiobooks are sold. But you can also get Island Candy Prequel for free by joining the 4,000 others who have signed up for my newsletter. With my newsletter, you'll find out about my new releases as well as being kept up to date with whatever cool projects I have going on. Both links are in the description below. Please check it out and enjoy. If you would like to support the podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romance audiobooks on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can also check out my bisexual-themed socks and t-shirts on Teespring and Amazon by searching them for the company name Bisexual Real Talk. But the links for everything are in the description of this podcast. Please support the channel and check it out. Until next time, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.